welcome to Diamond Star Enterprises in audio. This is episode two. So today I want to talk about a conversation I had with a young lady that really got me thinking about some topics that people don't really talk about. And it's Bible stuff, you know, people like dissecting Bible stuff, um, but it's just, I feel like we should, we could be, we, like we could get some good out of encouraging more conversations around the book of Genesis and the book of Revelation, and because the book of Genesis is the beginning, and the book of Revelation is the end. And uh, part of the conversation I had with the young lady I met earlier um, was about hell. She's like, do you think hell exists? And I've had this question before, and I've had arguments around this question before. And I'm going to tell you the truth from my perspective. I don't believe in hell. I know what the Bible says. But I believe that Earth is hell. Why do I believe that? Just look at two references in the book of Genesis and the book of Revelation. So, it says in the book of Revelation that there was an, a war in heaven. And this war was between the third of the angels that Lucifer took as his own. And God and his angels. And this part of the storyline is very interesting to me. Because this is about rebellion and revolution. So, long story short, Lucifer lost. Because good always overcomes the bad. It's just the way it works. Positive, negative. Positive will always be more powerful than negative. It's just plain and simple. It's just the way it works. There's no other way to make it work. Because life is designed in specific ways. <laughs> I'm going to skip that topic for later. But, basically, when this war happened and Lucifer lost and he was sent to the earth, like it says that he would be, uh, he appears in the book of Genesis as a snake who can convince Eve to eat from the fruit of good and evil and give it to her man. And thus begun the next thousands of years in human history as we interpreted with the events in that garden as a point of reference. Rather than attaching all of these different things to our traditional methods of measuring time. For example, Let's look at a calendar. So the calendar has dates on it, right? But when you go outside and you don't lose it, and you lose your calendar, and you lose your electronic devices and everything else, what do you have to count time? You have the sun as it rises and falls. So you get an indication of if it's nighttime or daytime. And I tell you this because I had to go through this experience. For a couple of weeks, I had to use the sun as a point of reference and see the rotations and see the distance between the movements of the sun in the sky to know how long I've been moving from the last time I looked at the sun to get an idea of the direction that I was heading on foot or on a bus when I would get lost and confused because I had never done that before and I had people making it seem like I was stupid because I couldn't figure out how to do it quickly and I'm just like 
you are a whole different individual than I am. How can you give me trouble in my life based on who you think I should be based on who you are? <laughs> it's a loop. I am not you, and you are not me. And my friend Sonia touched on this when she posted the thing about it. Now that I have incredibly smart people in my life that aren't afraid to express themselves as they truly are, which is a principle that I've always followed in my life, and then fake people came along and they're like, nope, I'm going to stop you. Nope, I'm going to take this and that and this and that. And I'm like, this hurts, this hurts, this hurts. I don't want to stop trying to be a good person. I don't want to stop trying to help people in whatever way I can. In whatever way God deems fit, because there's some things that happen in my life where I'm like, I don't even know why I'm here, or why I'm doing this, or who this person is. And I'm just doing it. Follow your heart. Well, my heart is a fool sometimes. <laughs> I'm going to have to call him a fool. Because some of the decisions he's made, looking back on it, it's like, why? Oh, I want to pursue true love. And I've actually said that before to someone. Oh, in the pursuit of true love. What am I doing in my life? <laughs> well... And I think it's good to go into this, actually, because people, they wonder, they wonder how I live my life. And I go, don't even think about me, unless you care about me, unless we're friends, and we're helping each other in some kind of way. And now we're going to return back to the topic I was on. Oh, man, I get so just irritated sometimes. Welcome to My Life is a Movie, Episode 3, In Audio. Diamond Star Enterprises is the company. What does it matter? What does it matter? Really? That's a weird question to ask me all of a sudden. Well, I'm asking because in order to advertise your business successfully, in order to do proper marketing, you need to be able to tell people that you don't know why they should care about your business. What can you tell me about your company? What products and services is it offering to the market? And what is, it, what is the differentiator that helps you set yourself apart from the rest of the market? Because here's the thing, no matter which market you're in, they're going to be saturated. Pretty much every major market is saturated. Niching is going to give you a lower uh, base of potential buyers, but it's also going to be more expensive in a lot of ways. With less people means less options to choose from. Because among the pool of people that are coming to your website through your marketing and advertising efforts, a lot of them are going to be disqualified. And what I mean by that is, they're just not going to give you a stick for it. A lot of it has to do with mindset. So, let's say you're in a health and wellness. For health and wellness, you have to find people that have characteristics that match the kind of business you're running. So, let's look at it this way. The person who wears Nike shoes. What kind of person is this? And how do they live their life? 
Are they a runner? Are they a hiker? If they're a runner or a hiker, what other things can you learn from them based on this activity? So, if they're hiking, what is the motivation behind hiking? Are they trying to de-stress? Are they trying to lower the amount of burden in their mind that they think hiking will help them resolve? Or are they trying to escape? Who knows? The only way we will find out is by asking the person directly. But nobody wants somebody to go up to their door and knock on it and be like, hey person, can you give me some information about yourself? Even though you never met me before? Nah, that's not gonna work. So, at the SE, we talk about things that work. So, what would work? Well, sending a bunch of emails to people that's outdated too. That's probably not gonna work either. Being real with you. I don't waste my time and money and that stuff. You gotta do things in a different way in order to really compete in this market. Because every other way is already getting used. So, here's an idea. Try SMS. Try texting the user directly. And not only that, but try Facebook live bots. Where you can put a chat on your page, and this chat will be responsive to new users that land on your page. And then you can give them like a virtual guide where the bot will answer questions based on the input of the user and based on those questions will determine what else is going to tell the user that will lead to a sale. See, like in the beginning of this podcast series, I talked about passive income flows. And I use, I'm going to use terms that a lot of people use in the network marketing industry or the multi-level marketing industry. But when they use it, they don't use it the way that I they use it in a way that makes it so that uh, some guy at the top is going to get rich and he's going to just kind of like fuck over all the people below by not doing his work. Because that's not how DSC works. See, DSC, is, the way it's structured is that I'll just take a little bit of whatever you build and I'll help you build it. That's it. You keep the rest. That's a fair deal. And when I say keep a portion, like I'm talking about monetization systems. So there's a lot of different ways to monetize a website. There's a lot of different ways to earn money for your business so you don't have to get outside funding. Like talking to a, one of those representatives at a business loan servicer. Um, I wouldn't even bother with business loans. Nah. So basically me, as an entrepreneur, I read a lot of books. I might have mentioned that already. Um, but one of these books that I read was I think called the, the lean operation or running lean or something like that and they talked about the concept of making do with what you have today rather than running at a deficit and then you just blow yourself up so me when I put myself into a hole recently in my personal life I had to look at what I had and there was a bunch of old computer stuff and I go wow huh well I got all this old computer stuff and I need money I don't know what's going to happen if I just post something online. And I get a response. And that response became a best friend. I'm like, wow, I did not see that coming at all. And that best friend helped me pretty much dump, like, most of my inventory. 
now I, I can more easily upgrade to the next level in my electronic business, thanks to him. He's freaking awesome. So, I had to get my way out of the hole by having someone help me with it. They volunteered to do it. He figured out ways to make it work for him. And I just sold a bunch of electronics, and I was able to earn, like generate funding that I then used to get a vehicle that I then are you that I'm now using to drive for lift. And it's kind of like stepping stones, you know, like walking up the ladder of power is what I call it. I, I had to take one step to get to the next step to get the next step. Each step built upon the last. So right now with my website. I'm at the part where I have to merge the hosting of the domain. I said it was going to take a day, but I've been on the road for like a day, <laughs> maybe two days. If I've been at home, it, it was like for five minutes, and that was it. I'm so busy, and I'm, I got my stuff with me. You know, like I got my MacBook, the Galaxy S9. It still needs to be worked on. There's something wrong with it. It's basically stuck at the Google login screen. Um, me and a friend have been trying to get it done. I offered to pay him for it so he can have a job on the electronic side of my company. But, I mean, we're still struggling with it. So, unfortunately, I can't pay him so the job's done. It's the right way to do it. It's a good, it's a good way to set things in stone for the future. You know, in case I decide to hire him as an employee of the company. With an LLC, you can officially hire people. That's one of the reasons why I incorporated without having anybody. It was a smart move. Because a lot of people get wrapped up in this idea that you need money. Like I was talking to a friend the other day, and he was like, we need money to pay the people we're gonna hire. And I'm like, no you don't. You don't need money for anything really, unless you plan to do something that requires money. They say you need money to make money, but that's not necessarily true either. You need a skill. That's what you need. I know this for a fact. My skill was fixing computers, so I took a bunch of parts out of computers and I sold those parts. Bam, that's a positive cycle for I make money by realizing how something can be monetized. That's how I make money. So in my last episode, I kind of brought up the fact that some people were like, what is he doing? What is he doing? Because people were very investigative about my life. They were using my lifestyle as an excuse to keep me from my daughter. And I'm just like, you guys are stupid as hell. There's a reason why I do what I do. And there's a reason why I won't allow myself to settle for anything less than I want. I don't want to have a job. I make my life work as a lift person, computer sales person, and whatever else I choose to do to make my money. I make it work. Simple as that. If you're not a self-employed person that's making your self-employment work for you, then I don't, I, like, I just wouldn't work with you. I have to be brutally honest. I would not have you work for DSE if you do not have the skills to look at stuff in your home and listen and make money to get yourself out of a jam or to complete a goal. Because that tells me that you do not have what it takes to be successful in your own business. Why would I spend money on someone that cannot be the best? in what he does. So, that's going to set the standard for the quality of the service that is provided by 
the people who work with me at this company. So I have complete disattachment from the stuff. I'm disattached myself. That's what makes me a good fit to be able to build a team of people who have their own ideas and who want to build their own source of income from these ideas and just need me to come along and be like, hey, I get what you're doing and I will help you structure it and organize it in such a way that you will be able to monetize it and then you'll be able to come up with better and better ways to interact with your loyal fan base. Because the customers and the clients, they're not just customers and clients, they're fans now. I have a person 